Hello, this is Christina from Wild Child Spirit. If you're curious about who we are and what the Wild Child Spirit is about, head over to our website, thewildchildspirit.com. Here you can read much more about who we are and what the Wild Child Spirit is about. And of course, you can find all our podcasts. Today's podcast is about when cares shows the way. And if you heard the previous one, you know that we have been traveling a lot for many years before Mark and I met. And also after Elliot arrived, we continue traveled. Um, we decided to travel now mostly in Asia due to the fact that we knew that we wanted to move to Asia. And we still had the big desire for that. And in 2017, we went to Bali. And we felt this spark, as I had mentioned before, this this tickling in your heart and in your belly. And we just knew, okay, Bali is something special. And we felt very connected to Bali and we were in love with the culture here. So we instantly felt, okay, let's start out in Bali. That feels amazing. So we went home from from that um, that travel learning two things. One we want to move to Bali. And we told everyone, we want to move to Bali. Two, I was pregnant. <laughs> so it was a big thing for us. Um, and after Elliot arrived, we decided that we wanted to go to Bali with him just to feel an extra time. Like, how does it feel when you when we go to Bali with Elliot? Because things change. Even though that we were still adventurous, we still wanted to move to Asia. There was something inside us that Let's take a trip to Bali for a month, or I think I think it was one and a half months. Um, and he was uh, about one and a half years, and we went to Bali in 2019, and it was amazing. And within 48 hours, we were like, okay, that's it, we're going. Bali is a perfect place to start out because there's a lot of families here. There's a lot of expect families also, um, but we also connected a lot to local families with kids we were at Nusapeni there where we were just playing around with all their small kids um, in the water by the evening and it, we were so in love in Bali so we will no doubt let's start out with an open mind that it could happen that we will end up having our house in Thailand or in Vietnam but we were so curious about moving to Bali and it was in 2019, actually September 2019, and we were sitting in a very beautiful place on Bali. And it's difficult to not find beautiful places on Bali. For those of you who have been here, you know. And for those of you who haven't been here, come and see for yourself. It's beautiful. And we look each other deep in the eye, and Elliot was sleeping in the sling. And I gave Mark the hand, and I said, one year from now, and I'm serious, one year from now, we will move to Bali. We are out of Denmark. And I kept on through meditation seeing that we will September 22 the, um, or 21st move out of, of Denmark. And Mark was like, are you sure we can manage in one year? I was like, I don't know how, but we're going to do it. I just know by heart we're going to do it. So we took some big decisions. One of the decisions is that while we were on Bali, we decided to stop our contract in the big house. As I told you about in the previous chapter, we had this huge house on the countryside. 
and we decided that we want to stop the contract and move to a tiny house to save some rent and also to get rid of, of some stuff. So even though that we didn't have the ticket to Bali, we didn't exactly know where the money should come from, we decided to act as if everything was okay, as if we knew like as if we had the money and we know exactly when so we when we got home to denmark we started to sell a lot of of our things and give away a lot of our things and the next month after we went back to denmark we moved to this beautiful little tiny house it was very little compared to where we where we got from but the beautiful lesson in the tiny house is that we learned that in all the places we have ever been this is the house where we have been most happy for the fact that it was so simple and we didn't have to concentrate all the time on cleaning and what should we do with this place and this place because there's not much to do when everything is just so simple so we had a big lesson by moving to the tiny house but this is something we can explain later on and we kept focusing on the goal and doing this big movement we got pushed over the edge an incident happened in our life and it just hit us right in the face mark had an incident on his work And as if you've listened to the previous one, I told that he worked with homeless uh, people and drug addicts. And through his 12 years in that field, he had many, many incidents in his work. Very violent incidents and both physical and mentally violence on him. And the thing is that in this field of work, most people mark inclusive They, you have the incident and then you talk with someone about it and the next day you go to work. So you don't really, you don't really work with them. You don't really heal. You just put them in the back of your backpack and then you go on. And I think some of you who listen to this can recognize doing the same. And you know when I say it's not healthy, so stop doing it. You need to clean out your backpack because if not, This might also gonna happen to you because everyone who knows Mark knows that he's such a happy person, a strong person, a go-getter. And even though Mark is this go-getter guy, as I just said, he was not immortal. So it totally hit him. He had this accident and he came home that day and it's just bam, out, stressed. And it was terrible. Our life just stopped you know it was it felt as time stops and that we were in the eye of the hurricane and we were in the middle and around us it was like and it was devastating to see the man I love by heart even though my heart is in two pieces now for my son and for my husband But I love him so much. He's my everything. And to see him being that broken and that sad. And I felt that all light inside of him from one day to another was just blown out. I couldn't recognize him. But when I looked into his eyes, there was no shine. He was just full of tears. And he was in doubt of himself. He was so in doubt and he felt he was no good for anything. And I remember he said that 
I cannot even take care of my own family. So what should you do with me now? You know these kind of things. It was just just by talking about it now it gives me tear in the eyes. It was it was terrible. And for those of you who might have been through stress and depression and even hit by fear, you know what I'm talking about. And for those of you who haven't, is to explain the best is just that it, it you feel paralyzed so mark felt paralyzed and as his wife and as his best friend i felt paralyzed i just i just couldn't i just couldn't let this happen i was like no way no way that anyone or anything gonna take my husband down i'm not having it and i'm not having it not only for him but for all of us. So we need to get out of this situation. I need to heal him. We need to fix this. So I went in totally fighter mode. And I remember clearly what happened with Mark is that he went on what's called sick leave. So he could stay home while he was sick and get a full payment. And he was in the home and I took a walk with Elliot and he was sleeping in the sling, which gave me my mind to myself. And I was thinking, I went, we were, the, the little tiny house was very close by the ocean and the ocean always clear out my mind. So I was walking down to the ocean and I remember I was looking at the waves and then it just hit me, you know, I know, I know that every time dark hits you, you can find light. Every time there is a storm, you can find the silent. And I know, I know, but when you are in it, for a moment it can be difficult, but if you remember yourself that is possible, it is possible. And while I were on the beach, I decided that we should turn this into our adventures. And I went home to Mark and I said, you know what, we all know, because right now you have fear, because it feels strange in your body, it feels strange in your mind, and you cannot recognize yourself. I cannot recognize you. But what we know is that action cures fear. So we have to take action. Whatever it is kind of action, we have to do it. And we decided that Mark should do something that he would find interest in. And this is where the magic started. Because I, I said to him, okay, so to take advantages, I know you feel like, shit sorry to use this word but you all also have the opportunity right now because you have the security of getting a payment for some months from your work during to the sick leave so now we actually have time to focus on you you don't have to go up in the morning i don't have to wake up early in the morning to work we have the opportunity to focus so mark find through this he was still reading a little uh, to find inspiration on how to work online if you wanted to move um, abroad. And through this, he stumbled over a blog that was telling about um, living of investments and financial education. So he decided, you know what, I actually find this quite interesting. And, and Mark always felt he was no good at mathematics. But we believe also after we had have Elliot is, is always about passion if you have passion for it, you will be good at it. If you don't, you won't. Um, and he didn't have the passion in the school for many reasons. That could be another podcast in itself. 
But through this way, he found passion in mathematics, in numbers, in investment, and he decided to self-educate and dig into this. And through that, that when he digged into this universe, he slowly healed because he suddenly found something that he had a passion for. And we all always believe that you're always on the right path, always on the right path. And on that path, you always meet the right person. And it was no different in this case. So what happened through his new finding of interest in interest in learning about investment, we very coincidentally met two people that happens to be our neighbors, not neighbors, neighbors, but living a few minutes from us, very beautiful people. And the husband was actually working in that field for many years. So he knew he had a lot of information, a lot of knowledge. So Mark and and um, and this guy ended up meeting up, sharing knowledge and starting up a quite nice friendship too. So again, we ran into the right person and through that we discovered our ticket directly to Bali. Um, and we were like, okay, this is the ticket. We're gonna live of online investments. We can do this. We can do this because we learned that Mark was actually so good at mathematics and really, really good at these numbers. So we had to discover to Bali. And now you might think, okay, and then they went to Bali. But there was the last shred of doubt. The last one. And Mark said, okay, so what if... We take six months or maybe even 12 months where when my sick leave is over, I will start to... Oh, there is an important detail I actually should tell. Actually, a very important detail is that through his sick leave, we decided that he should not go back to this job. It's so important. This is so important information because it made him sick. So he went to his boss saying, I need to quit this job. And through that, she said, for your own favor, I need to fire you because then you are in a better contract. So she fired him. And through that, he had six months with full payment due to his contract. So he just had the short time sick leave. And then he had the six months with full payment from his job because he was fired. So he was not going back to that job. But then he said, what if I just go in a calling job? It gives extra money because it's a calling job and you don't have contract with this kind of job. And then I can work six months and we can save up some money um, and then we can invest it and then we can go to Bali. And I remember clearly there was something inside my heart thinking, are you sure about that? Because you just you just worked your ass off for 12, month, uh, 12 years and you got very sick of it and... You have only been away for six months. And when being so hit down as you were, I don't think you should go straight in working again like that. But Mark was like, I'm sure I can do this. And he had 48 hours left of his government contract. And he was like, I'm going to do this. So we had two days left and we went to the skate park with Elliot. So I was on roller play skates, skaters, 
and Mark was on skateboards and Elliot on BMX and we had fun. We had coffee, we had cake and it was we enjoyed ourselves. It was nice. And then Mark totally fell on the skateboard and he broke his wrist so bad. You can't believe it. And I remember I looked into his eyes and I said to him, you know why this happened. And he said, I, I don't, I don't want to hear it. And he went to the hospital and I had to go with Ilya to be, uh, back so he could sleep. And we were by with phone in each other because he was waiting to get in. And then he got the answer that it was like really broken. <laughs> he did it so well on the skateboard. And I said to Mark, you know why this happened? And he said, yeah, I think I know. But just say it, just say it, you know, say it out loud. I said, this happened because you're not supposed to go back to work in two days. You are supposed to stay out of the hamster wheel. And of course, I know that it will be nice to save up six months, but maybe the money will come from another portal. Maybe it's not the way we should do it. And what happened again is that because due, due to the fact that he was not able to work, he was able to get some government support when you are unable to work. So you at least have money enough to have food on your table and you can pay your bills. So it's not a lot, but it, it makes the ends meet. And then we look in each other's eyes and said, okay, so government support is not something that we're going to be on for that long. So within a month, we decided that we have we have to find a way. And he shared this with his new friend. He said, I need to find a bag of money somewhere so I can invest and start doing this because I know I'm really good at it, but I just need something to invest. And then he said, but why don't you just travel out of Denmark for six months? Because due to the government rules here, if you travel out for six months, you can tell the government, I travel out for six months, so I need my pension. And a lot of people don't think they can take the pension before they are 70 or 67. I don't remember the exact age. But if you travel out of the country for six months, you can take it. But and a very important message here, it doesn't come for free. The thing is, if you choose this one, the tax service will take 60% of your pension. And it's a lot. But yet, we, were, we went home after that information. We looked it up and we found out it was so right that if we just booked a ticket and went to Bali, he could say, I will be out for six months and he could have his pension and we could invest it and then we could actually be living off that kind of investment. So we calculated if it would be worth it in our case that if we agreed, you have no other option. This is in our belief system that the tax service can also be pretty greedy. Um, but anyhow, that's another story also. So we agreed that we wanted this so much and we believed in this so much. So we decided, just let's go. We're going. So we sold the last things and we shredded our belongings down to four suitcases. And we were ready to take the final, final, final jump. And... The next chapter would act, will not be about this jump. The next chapter will be this incident and this situation, but from Mark's point of view, because we think it's a thing that 
it's nice for him to share because right now is me talking and I told everything from from my eyes but we wanted you to hear it again from Mark's eyes because he was the one being inside his head and this um, podcast is not only a travel blog and about finding the perfect coffee shop and eating beautiful food and when you're traveling it's also about the wild child spirit it's also about working with your mindset and set your mind free and let your heart be the one that goes in front instead of your mind so and this whole situation with Mark he really had to work with his mindset and we think it's something that we wanna we wanna share. So the next chapter will be how did he actually change his mind during this depression and stress and fear. And then the next next one will be how we took the final jump. I hope you find inspiration in what I just shared. It is a very personal sharing. Um, so I wish you the best day ever and I again hope you find inspiration in it and if you have any questions if there's something you like us to answer on feel free to write us direct in the contact form and we will do our best to answer on all your questions